Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Explicit Measures podcast with Tommy, Seth, and Mike. Hello, everyone. Good morning. I hope the uh, well, we have a windstorm up in our area. It's been yeah. quite, quite windy where we are, so I'm hoping that uh, I don't sleep well when any of those things happen. It's just it's just not good for me. The noises outside, the wind blowing around, so just meh. They had tornado warnings in Iowa. Oh, well, really? So, yeah. Yeah. I know um, my, um, I think my brother, my sister-in-law had to go to the basement just because of the weather. So oh, I'm like, oh, goodness. great. Because they said it might be stronger than the, whatever they call the doce or whatever. Yep. That was last year or two years ago. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I did scary stuff. And and there was just another series of bad weather went through. I can't remember. It was a Kentucky that just went, that this came through and knocked. Oh Yeah another series of, of tornadoes which is just scary stuff so encouraging for the christmas yeah, no, season no trees down but certainly a lot of hanging branches and you were worried about power losing power from tree branches falling down when, when we lived in our old house there was a lot of trees in the neighborhood and almost every time a windstorm came through we were guaranteed to lose power so the new house doesn't have Gosh. nearly as many uh, old trees nearby so they don't <laughs> shed as many branches apparently so stay safe everyone Anyways, let's jump into some topic stuff today. So today's topic is going to be kind of around uh, our certified and or promoted data sets. Let's define what they are and then how do we use them? Like what, what are some best practices or where have you seen these working well and maybe not well? Tommy, want to kick us off there with some, uh, give us some definitions of what a certified and promoted data set looks like? A little Q&A. Yeah, absolutely. So the, I am excited for this one because... I've never seen a session or really a lot devoted to this. Obviously there's documentation, Yep. but this is one of those kind of features that not necessarily is like, Oh, this is essential to what you do. Or at least that's not what I've seen from sessions, from topics, from blogs. But basically what we're talking about today is the ability to basically label or give a badge of honor to a data set in power BI. And there's two ways you can do that. You can promote a data set which is basically the idea, which is a little subjective, but it's basically giving a label saying, hey, the author or the admin has promoted this data set saying, look at this data set. The difference that in the same admin uh, setting, what you can do is certify a data set, which saying we have officially certified this data set, it's quality. But you can also do this on Power BI apps as well and certify or promote it on a Power BI app with it, which is kind of interesting, which I should have added to the agenda because that kind of puts a... Um, yeah, that's good. Uh, pretty, yeah, pretty sure we can talk about it. We, I'm sure we can talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it's not too late. But the idea is basically for the consumers, for an organization, um, rather than just saying we have a data set, it's saying we're promoting this or we have certified this. So that's kind of the intro. And I think that leaves a lot to be discussed and a lot to, um, I think for an organization and for us as Power BI admins to, okay, what does that mean? What are the, what are the actual consequences, so to speak of doing that? So there, there's two parts to this kind of question, at least like in the, what are they, what, what are they doing? Right. One is we're talking specifically to powerbi.com, the service. This is not something mm -hmm. you, yes. do, this is not something you do in desktop. This is only like a service level thing. And the only two areas that we're aware of, again, correct me if I'm wrong, Tommy, the only two places you can do this, you can certify or promote a data set and you can certify to, or you, you can certify a certify an app certify an app now can you promote an app yes you can do both okay and then um this is interesting because this is some topic stuff that melissa Coates goes over in her class around data governance that i think is very relevant here as well i'll i'll probably bring up a couple points later about that um love it anything else that's so, around well right? I, I mean the endorsement goes further doesn't it we data sets data flows and then the report yeah. types, mm. both, both types, Power you BI can do data flows too. and paginated. Okay. And then you guys said the app, right? So it's like those five, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's what you can do with it in Power BI service. What does it mean though? Like what, right. like what is the difference? So who can promote stuff? What, what can be promoted data sets? I think anyone can, right? Anyone can, if you have the setting turned on in the admin tenant, I can promote a data set that I publish into the service or a workspace. Right. So you can promote it, but then there's an admin setting that basically allows if you want something certified, it would send a request to the yes. Power BI admin. Correct. So, so the, a certification is like a gatekeeper. Which you should set up, right? Yeah, which you which you should have. <laughs> that, that would be like a, a, a good quick win, right? If you're a Power BI admin, you're going to make sure that there's an, uh, in, the, in the admin settings, 
there's somewhere to say uh, for certified data sets, you can't, you, not everyone can do that. You have to have specific people approve right. what a certified data set is. Right. So you send a request. So I guess the question then is, have you seen these be essential to a business? Why or why not? And then should they be? So I want to back up one second. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Talk about permissions, right? Yep. So you, you, you need to have edit permissions on a workspace, right? So like you're the Mm -hmm. person that can actually deploy stuff to the service member or contributor, right? Promote, right? Yeah. Promote. And then the certification is separate. Yeah. It needs, there's a finite number of people or group that can take something into certify. Right. Right. And I think, I think that's a good gatekeeper area, right? I agree with that. It's a governance thing. It's a governance thing. Oh, everything comes back to governance. Literally every week we talk about like another thing about governance, but this is another one of those where it's, you know, people who are going to be able to certify data sets, it's kind of important that you have standards around what is certified. And so I think this is where the, really where Melissa Coates class does a great job. What do we require for certification? There should be a list of rules that say these data sets can be certified and must follow these levels of approval or right. levels of like, okay, let me give you an example, tangible example. A certified data set cannot have a reliance on Excel data sheets. May not be like that. Maybe something that's a, that's a company right. policy that you guys say certified is important to us. We don't want you pulling data from Excel. So that means if you're going to make that data set promoted, you have to make sure that it comes from, you know, that Excel file or whatever the information has to be loaded into some sort of enterprise governed system for checks and balances. So you raise an interesting point based on like what would qualify something as promoted or certified. Mm-hmm. Um, should that matter for business to business? Like, for example, the Excel thing is, should, do you think that's a universal policy? Like what, are, what are some universal policies do you think should be around something being promoted or something being certified? I think if you blanket statement like that, I think you're going to get yourself in a little bit of trouble because there's always going to be an exception to the rule somewhere. Right. But I do think on a, organization or deployment level whoever's deciding what the governance is right so this is this is kind of the question right who decides what the rules are right is this the coe is this a governing body is this you know the the director of bi and intelligence does he define what those rules or he or she define what those rules are like i think i think it can fluctuate i think i think it can vary but it regardless i think you need to think of what is important to your company and what do you want i don't know I can't tell you the number of times I hate using Excel as a data source like for, for like relying on it to be right and correct all the time. And who can edit that Excel document? Can weirdo data get in? Like there's to me, there's just too, there's too many rooms for error. It's like a SharePoint list. Mike, thing and we know how much you love SharePoint. So. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, I mean, that would be one thing I would say, like if you're talking certified stuff, right, it shouldn't be coming from that. And I know, and again, Seth and I've done a lot of data warehouse development or data mart development. Does, you know, you have these layers of potentially enriched data, bronze, silver, gold. Does any data coming into any of these certified data sets come from silver? Maybe not. Maybe you say no. Maybe you say everything has to come from the gold layer. So you're saying more about the data sources and the actual calculations within that data set to qualify it as a certified. I think it all applies, right? I mean... It's trust, right? At the end of the day, certified means trust. I can trust yes. this. Basically, should yes, should be able to, right? Right. So you have to have I mean, this level of like transparency to like, how did you get there? Yeah. Regardless, I, I think if we're talking the difference between promoted and certified right now, I agree with Mike. There has to be whether it's a governance body or mm-hmm. a person in an organization. Right. There, there has to be a review process of some sort that Correct. the organization understands and agrees to, yep. right? From the standpoint that it's a, I would imagine, a pretty rigorous analysis of ensuring that data sources, calculations, yep. you know, the data that's being presented to the end user in the report is is almost 100% trustworthy. Okay. Yep. Yep, and, and because you, you you can make big decisions based on the information that you're seeing, right? And if you start to elicit mm-hmm. or introduce into your workflows the idea of endorsement, it it should carry 
a significant weight because if you if you think about like any power bi implementation or any report out there right unless you're an, uh, an avid user of the report and you know the data and you know it's accurate or you know the person who wrote it whatever the case may be there's a whole bunch of factors that could play into you know the scenario that you talk about tommy all the time you know this dude brings in this version of this report right. and that guy brings in that version of the report and this yeah. you know how do you know who's wrote the right number yeah. and they're both certified and then you fight just, well then you fight well, that should never happen, right? Then you have, then you have governance problems. Yeah. You, your certification process is wrong. And then you need to demote something, I guess. Right, yeah. Or solve that. But I think I think very few objects in, in your organization initially should ever be certified. I would Unless agree with that. It, yeah. And then as you grow, and that would only mean that your back end and, and everything is in a state that's of perfection where right. you're like, you're almost saying like, to me, certification would be like somebody's job is on the line, right? That's how, that's how much trust we have in, in this endorsement process to say yep. that this, this data that you're looking at is, is, is good as it gets. There is nothing better in our organization. So almost so, like finance approved. I mean, yeah. Call it whatever department. Yeah. yeah. I don't care. I don't, I don't care. So like, I'm thinking like stuff, stuff, stuff that I'm, so let me think. Let me t let me step back here just a moment. I'm thinking promoted is a little bit more of the wild wild west because there really is less control around who can actually promote things or not. I can either just turn it on or off in the organization. Mm -hmm. But things around certified, I'm really saying like again, we're trying to hone in on what is the trust, <clears throat> right? I think I think certified data sets come with an SLA. Define what it is. What is what is the service level agreement that that data set will have, right? We're going to make sure we refresh the data. And it will be refreshed within. We'll we'll send out an email it's when it doesn't cycle, yeah. when it doesn't get when it again. These are the things that Melissa goes over. These are, I, I'm not this smart for sure. You're I can't. Teaching, I'm, you're teaching me, Melissa. <laughs> but I, like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> but this is the stuff where like it comes with an SLA, right? We're gonna say if it, if the data is not loaded by 8 a.m., you get an email that says mm -hmm. this e this data was not loaded. Someone's monitoring the process, right? You're someone's actively watching the table loads and the refresh cycle to make sure that there's an error. So like if that's happened, someone's being notified. It has a help desk ticket number. Like you can say, if there's a problem with it, you can fill out a help desk ticket and say, this data doesn't look right. And someone will respond and say, well, let me look into that. I'm going to check out that right. data. And I think also you've identified, like these are, these are to me, these are like some of the check boxes you do before you get to certified. And she's, yeah. Someone's also there and saying, oh, there's, a, there's a data owner of every kind of table or data source that's coming from it. And I've been talking right. with this with one of my clients around how do you, how do you like, there's always this, um, I'm going to go back to Matthew Roach's um, pyramid of governed versus ungoverned data, right? At the bottom of the pyramid, we're going to have a lot more data sources that are kind of on this ungoverned space. How do you know when um, you get into this certified space, what is, where did the data come from? I think that's, show me the lineage a bit, right? I think, I think that's important too, because you're going to always have this area of the data lake or your data mart things that's kind of experimental. People are going to naturally just copy right. data out if you don't give them that. So I, I think you don't want to hold people's hands and tie them and say, yeah, you can't do anything with the data. Here's a read-only table, and you can only read it, and you can't move it anywhere else. I think you automatically limit yourself, and people are going to go dump it to Excel, do ad hoc analysis on the side, and that's what you don't want. I want I want you to do ad hoc analysis. I want to be able to see what you're doing. So then way we have like this you know, purview or other t tools that can map the lineage of every report. I think every report should have a lineage map. Like you should have, you should, someone should be able to go to the Power BI report and say, show me the sources of data. And you should be able to click on something and you should at least be able to see where did this data come from? Hey, there's these five gold tables. Here's where that came from. Oh, we're using this other SQL server table. That's where that came from. And you have at least someone can have some record or some semblance of checking out what's going on. Right. So we talked about a lot of the, the pitfalls. What are some of the benefits for doing promotion or certified? Yeah, before you move there, though, I mean, okay. to, to Mike's point and why I'm glad it's part of the certification process is you can add a link to that documentation. Correct. Yeah. Right? Yes. Like, so when you're certifying something that like it should it, it should be and I'm glad it's part of like literally if you're going to certify this, you need to tell people all of those things. Yeah. So where's your documentation? Exactly. <laughs> right? Like, right. Like, so it, it's a good thing that you can do that when when you're oh, hitting that, that level. Documentation. Yeah. Um, so that 
that that specific problem is already addressed in their solution, which is nice. But I like these. I think these are clear. I mean, some of the things we're talking about here, there are some clear gates to get to certified, right? I know. It like, should be, yeah. But these are the, to me, these are like good hurdles, right? Someone comes to you and said, this should be certified, or we need this data, or our C-level executives are doing this. Anything that's above a certain pay grade to look at data probably should be going through some sort of certification process or vetting process, mm -hmm. at least a peer but review. It, it, at, at the same time, though, then it, like the nice thing is, is if you adopt the um, endorsement in, in your data sets and reports, right, then you have, I think, part of the convert, like you add to that part of the conversation when when your organization may not be cognizant of it. And what I mean by that is, is like organizations are just whipping reports out. Like you all report authors all over the place. Yep. Great. We can use promotion. So you can tell people, hey. It's only stuff that you really are confident in that should be promoted, but it doesn't stop anybody from promoting it. Right. Yeah. Right. So, but at the same time, Mike, to your point, depending on who's viewing the report and depending on, I think, on the decisions that are being made from that report. Yes. If, if that's a C-level report and your organization knows that there are endorsement levels and or that, that decision-making body goes like, why don't I have a certification on this? Why is this data set or report that I'm looking at not certified? Like, then you can have the conversation. Well, it's going to take us two weeks to like review from end to end all of the different things we need to to ensure that no matter what, like what you're looking at is accurate. Then, then all of a sudden it's like, well, go do that. Right? Like, we're making big mm -hmm. decisions based on this data. Yeah. It's really important. Like, you bring that, I think, to the forefront of the conversation because that's not to say that, um, People building reports, whether you're a BI engineer or a person on the front line, isn't trying to build the most accurate thing or tying out the, the numbers in some way. Because you are, obviously. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a valuable report. Yep. But there's a that's a that's different than governance type things where you're mm -hmm. like, we have a methodology that we believe is important to verify that our data source is accurate, and we're going to vet the pipeline, and yep. then we're going to vet the calculations, and we have this exception report page, which tells us when data isn't going into the report like we would expect. Yep. And we have this and we have like, that is a process that you can apply the same way to every single data source model report, et cetera, which instills that trust factor, that gold seal that you're going to stick on there. That's the certification. And there are probably points where an organization is, yep, that's worth the squeeze. Yep. Right. Yep. I, I, this you're seeing, I think all these are really, really important. I think another one, another one that I'm thinking of that you triggered my thought here was there should probably be an executive sponsor identified, like for this, right? Who's who's executively sponsoring part of this data set, or what? You know, someone again. Where here's where I have problems with this, right? I think there's this concept of like we're in the middle here. We're the data engineers, right? Sometimes we don't even control the source data. We're just told to pick it up, do something to it, and produce a report. So I think an executive sponsor is important here too. Again, going back to Matthew uh, Roach's uh, speaking engagement, he was like, yeah, if you don't have an executive sponsor, you will fail. Like 90% of yeah. all good BI practices has an executive sponsor. So I think you're in tune with that executive sponsor. You're having them help you drive this because when data comes in wrong and someone needs to go tap on another department's shoulder, hey, your data is junk. Hey, we're doing too much cleaning of our data. You got to fix it. Like there has to be some exception right, reporting right. there. So I, I, and, and I fear that some of this, I think everything we're saying is what should be, but I also fear some of it's a little idealistic for a lot oh, no of organizations. Doubt. Okay. Oh, no doubt. Like, I don't think everyone's, I don't think everyone's thinking this. Like if you, I don't think everyone's there. No. And I think, I think you have a very small set of the population or organizations that would be able to implement what we're talking about. So I, I need to ask then like if, if, oh, you know, the 10 people listening or how many people are listening like that. All one of you, uh, all one of you like, are going to get, I don't have, I don't, yeah, right. I don't I'm going to stop working on this because it's, it's too process. much work. <laughs> like I don't have this review process. It's just me. Does that mean then I can't, therefore I can never do a certified data set. What do you do in the interim? If you have, you're somewhere in the middle, you know, where you don't have an executive review board that's going to look at a data set. But also you want to certify something like where are you with that? Do you have to wait till you have a governance program at a level 400? I'm going to I'm going to 
I'm going to do a very weird, not weird. I'm going to do a very lazy way of answering this question. <laughs> it depends. Right? Well, it's going to, it's going to depend, right? Yeah. If you are a team of one and you have a BI practice of a single person, you have a lot more authority to make these kinds of decisions. You can figure out what's right and what's wrong and what this will work and what will not. I do, I do really agree that even if you're that one person, right, and you have a single data source you're managing or a couple of data sets you're certifying, right. you're the help desk. You're the help desk. You're the sponsor for it. You're doing your own reviews. Yeah. Like you can't peer review it with anyone. You're the only one doing the stuff. So like- who, I had a great year. Who will you? Yeah, <laughs> I, did, I did awesome. I had 100% on all my peer reviews <laughs> with myself. <laughs> but I mean- until until that becomes to like at the end of the day, right? Who are, who are you providing uh, pr providing the certified data sets to? It's someone in the organization who needs this data. So right. I mean, I think there's there's easy things you can do. Like for sure, you can set up an email address or you know put on the report itself. You know, if you have questions with this, go here. Documentation a must. Like these are things I still think you can do. Um, and I think it's it's a progression. It's a direction, right? You kind of set your eye on things that you want to be working on at a limited amount of time in the day. You pick the ones that you think are the most valuable to you now. Start working on those. I'm a huge agile sprint person. Like you can't get everything done at once. You can't plan it all out at once. Just start, just start making value. Right. And then as you grow it, you'll, you'll figure out, oh yeah, we really should have had better documentation. We'll fix right. that next time. Or we'll add that as we go forward and you just right. improve it. So I'm going to, I'm going to, take take what i'm hearing and, and break it down in my mind and hopefully break it down for others because i i think when we start to use the the terms executive sponsorship governance etc it 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 scares people like tommy <laughs> like, who's no i mean it, what i mean by that yeah. is the other side of the equation which is hey you know i don't have this stuff set right. up. i'm not a level 400 i you guys, i'm listening for the first time you guys are talking adoption roadmap i have no idea what you guys are talking about right and i would encourage you to go listen to our previous episodes to catch up yeah however right i think what what i'm hearing the same of is do you have to have an executive sponsor no but if we're talking about a certified something you you are you are going to need agreement of how something gets certified from leadership and that is typically not you it is going to be the owner of the company right or the okay. person that is going to make decisions off of the the really important data that the organization or your business or your 10 person team you know is creating because you you would say it is worth going through certifying this data because the reporting and the the information that we're going to look at allows us to make a decision that could impact the company and and the distinction here i think is we have you you build a solid process by which something you know in the wild west or promoted mm -hmm. gets to this certified endorsement and then I think that's where the conversation pivots, regardless of if you're in small or large organizations, whoever's doing the certification is basically putting their, their name on it. Yep. And there are consequences most likely for things not being right. Right. Yep. Like that, that's where, um, if, if it is a finance report and finance is looking at something and they're like, Oh my gosh, this is so bad. We're going to make this decision and guess what it was a fat finger and somebody messed something up in the data set in your validation process yeah. in the excel in the excel sheet that just, we were looking that we we're using as a data source just, yeah and you just cost the <laughs> you just cost the business a half a million dollars yeah right tommy heads will roll by the data sets like you you, you will double triple check that's that stuff part of your yearly review if you still keep your job okay yep. <laughs> yeah you right. know what i'm saying like, yeah, yeah. To no, me, I, I totally get are, it there are real consequences and there of should be. ownership and what it means to be certified. So I think that spans any size of your organization. And that's why like there's value behind endorsement or value behind saying like, we are 99% positive that everything coming through here has gone through a rigorous examination and, or maybe part of your SLA is we're monitoring the data that's coming through here all the time to mm -hmm. ensure accuracy. Well, right. And this, this is, I mean, the penalty of things changes how you handle the data, right? So like to Seth's okay. point, right? 
Um, but there's also SEC filings. If you file your financial stuff incorrectly, executives go to yeah, jail. Man. That I mean, that's how it works. Like that's a that's a governed law that if you do that incorrectly, and that's why you see, I think, around the financial side of things, so much rigor around checking data and making sure the numbers are right and having other people review it. And you go, there's like a whole your accountants. You have people who are schooled to make sure the data is coming through financially correctly. So like, not I'm saying you have to have that for every single purpose of your business, but someone's saying how what's the value or importance of the data at various levels. And I think there's, I mean, again, maybe Seth and I take a very like concerted effort around what is certified, but I, I think I, otherwise these, don't use really, it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So don't, yeah, just don't of, use it. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking of different use cases because when you obviously a certified data set, obviously we know understand the need, but I'm thinking of the report, the kind of what's being painted on top. Imagine that a certified data says all the data sets are right and certified. We know that we're pulling in the right relationships, but could you have a report, let's say, that was just a table with a bunch of filters? We know the data set is correct, but how much does the report on top of it matter? Because obviously when we say data set, data set does not necessarily contains the measures yeah. i guess but we've talked a lot about yeah. the you know the the sources of data and the relationships we haven't really talked about that what people see so okay. and the reason i ask is like so imagine you have the right data set everything's qualified you know you were pulling in the information correctly but you had a data set that was basically a blank slate with a bunch of filters well i mean in in that situation Someone could theoretically put a bunch of filters together, pull out a wrong number, but you could say the data set's correct. So how important is it? Well, that, that's that different, Tommy. So that's different. So you were talking certified data sets. Yeah. But those reports, right, are probably a lot more catered as well, right? So we're talking. Sure. There's, there's different levels of certification here, right? No, you yeah. You have certified data sets, you have certified reports, and then you have certified apps, right? So if you're distributing mm -hmm. stuff or distributing content, and, and this is where I think... Um, Melissa Coates, again, I'm going to give her mad credit to this because I think this is a really good idea. She has a specific label, an image that goes on reports that have been certified, that have been reviewed. There's like a stamp of approval that goes along with those things. And I think I think that's a really good idea that gives you like right. that metered level of, hey, here's a report that's been built on this data set. The team that built this one has their signature. They're putting their signature on it and no one else is allowed to use it unless it comes from that team. And, and the reason I'm, I'm playing a little bit of devil's advocate, because imagine you have this gold data set and you build a report off of it and I screw up the measure, right? I'm creating a report level measure for a certified data set and I screw it up. I use the wrong date. I use the wrong, uh, uh, like instead of order date, I'm using cell date. Mm -hmm. I'm doing all this screwed up stuff, but it's a certified data set. What's the situation there? Because you would still look and say, well, the certified, the data set certified. So is you is you certified? You can't certify a report. I you can believe. certify an app. And the you app can certify an app, but that, you can't certify a report. Well, and that's what the, that's where the Melissa says. You know, putting a little sticker or a label or something that comes right. with that report. It says this has been reviewed. Okay. So so but, I I do think I think no. yes, you can't technically certify a single report and mark it as such certified. But you know, I do think you know this is stuff where you. You know, if you're going to be certifying data sets, maybe this is something, again, these data sets are important at this point. Yeah. You're, you're assuming that people can build off of this. You have build permissions. If, if, yeah. we're, if we're certifying stuff, I don't know if I'm giving build permissions to other people and, to and build off that. That's what I'm saying. To build up that data set. The way we're treating certified data sets, because if yeah. you look in the data set hub, which, you know, who's going to support disable, that? It shows you the data set that's certified. It shows you all the reports that are dependent on it. So you can't necessarily escape that. So the way you guys are referring to it and not saying I disagree or agree, um, but the way we're referring to it is like, if you have a certified data set, it should really be a very protected report. Agreed. And a protected it, it, and a protected app. If you're, I mean, yeah, you can, you can put, there's nothing that says if you certify an app, there is the possibility of putting non-certified data sets inside an app and publishing an app with, things that would be certified and things that would not be certified. Right. So again, you have to, again, as the developer in the Power BI space, you, you should right. be very careful about it. Alex Powers so, says yeah. you can certify reports just FYI. Okay. 
That'll be fun. That'll be especially fun. So you can certify the data set, but not the report. No. Yeah. You can, you can yeah. certify reports. Yeah. You reports are certified there because, so, right. But if the underlying data set, significant gap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the underlying data set that is certified, let's say this is everything that's been vetted. So anyways, I, I know that's a, a, not necessarily off topic, that's a, but that's, that's a lineage chain though, too, though. Sure. Right? Yeah. Like you, how you can't, you shouldn't be able to have a report or an app that is certified if it doesn't use a certified data set or should you? Oh are boy. You, well, I think this goes back to the new can of worms, new can of worms. What do you it, think, it, Tommy? No, it's almost like you certified the land you're going to build on and then you hired your brother-in-law to build the house. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, well, but that it, would be that would be the use case you you outline. Yeah, is, I have I have the perfect data set, and somebody screwed it up because they don't know how to write DAX. Right, I have the official <laughs> lease of the land, but I can't build. Right, so but it's just it's a very interesting use case where the way we're talking about a certified data set, I would imagine then that that report has the least amount of filters possible because when someone would go to the report or the data set, they are certain the numbers are right. There's no predefined filters that they have to do. That's what I'm why? imagining here. If you, I don't imagine that there's why? a lot of, because I think then people can find different information or different numbers be, depending on the filters. Because let's say when you say certified the data, the set, filters should not get you to send the different answers. If you if filters no, well, if filters are if you're changing your filters gets two people to two different answers, then I would question. I would I would question. I would question. Underestimate the. Consumer. I would question the build of the report or the build of the data set. Right. Because you should be able you, you should be able to ask, if someone comes to you with two different numbers you should be able to ask them like what how'd you get to that number. But and you should and they should be able to show you what what they filter to and that should either be right or wrong. Some, right, but someone's already vetted that. I'm not questioning that at this I'm point. I'm just saying, don't underestimate someone try, even with a three options for filters. So, so here's the thing, Tommy. Right? Yeah. Like, and and where I see you kind of shaking your head, right? Because in most report builds, we are not doing rigorous testing. Mm -hmm. We are not doing. We are not spending time with QA or the person who's like, like saying, taking taking two minutes, going, "Yep, Tommy, your report's great." Yep. Like if you're like, and we kind of glossed over yeah. all of the different breakdowns. We have data sets, we have reports, we have mm -hmm. apps, right? I think we find data data sets or sources of information. We get it. Like we can right. cleanse it, validate it, run, ensure our metrics are good, monitor it, etc. But in the report land, what like there's a whole different set of criteria that should be there. Call it the governance, or call it yourself right or right. there's an agreement that there's a process that that report goes through before it's certified and part of that process needs to be rigorous testing because mm -hmm. to your point yes if you stick something wild in a filter pane and somebody goes and clicks on it and there's no relationship to the fact table or something or you know some other calculation got borked or something came off weird like yes that's the stuff that comes through testing or verification that that report right. is ready to have a certified okay. label put on top of it right because you're ensuring that the experience from the end user is delivering trusted information regardless of how they use it so to your point could you simplify that by not including any filters <laughs> yeah you could yeah. could you simplify it by not having like a whole bunch of different calculations that aggregate data in different ways on different table yeah you could and so, and, I, and, yeah, like, and, and this I'm is where I would, only the way we're referring it, to a certified data set. And I, I'm I, agreeing, but I'm saying if we were to take it that measure, that measure, or, that measure better extreme. work. If if that measure doesn't work in all cases that you think it needs to be used in the report, and again, you're locking down the experience of the report too, right? Mm -hmm. I don't. This is not again. You're assuming that people can go in and build whatever they want on top of the data set, right? That may or may not be the case on certified things. I'm thinking that certified data set has a very limited group of people who can build on top of it, as well as a very limited people who have the reports that have been built on top of that are like a read-only report kind of thing. And you're not doling out Excel sheets attached to an analyzing Excel off of certified data sets all the time. I don't know. That might be a select group of people that can only do that. Because right. they under, so, like, yeah. so there's, a, there's a whole level of training yeah. thing that goes along with this too, right? We talked about you know certified data sets come with training, reports come with training, so how you expect to use it. If... 
you go, this is part of the process to get access to these things. You have to be going through like this checkbox. So, so it, I, yeah. In a, in a, but the thing is, is like that checkbox is that document or mm -hmm. whatever that is, that there's collective agreement that likely goes up the chain. Right. Right. I like it, Joe Sarkowski in the chat or it says, you know, like I think outlines what, what I would qualify as like a good label for promotion promoted mm -hmm. data set, yeah. which is, you know, users want us to create a report that um, we're responsible for the data integrity, the right. mon like we're not like there's there's a a hot like kind of a high level like, of course, I, I trust that you're putting a report together correctly. Right. And maybe the BI team or somebody who reviews something from the business or that level of like initial scrutiny gets that first promoted label. Right. As opposed to just the wild west of stuff. Right. But at some point you're going to get in, like, if you're going to use endorsed content, you should have like the before certification. I think what we're, we're hammering on is that's, that is a hard process that's agreed on by the organization that happens across the board on whatever object gets that label. Yep. I think we asked this, but I can't help, but this to me hammers the point. If you have a certified data set, theoretically, all reports should then be certified that are built off of it. Oh, totally. I can't imagine. Okay. Okay. Like th that's I, a, I, you I, cannot. I, I think okay. this would be a requirement, right? You're not okay. going to go build a certified data set and then you're going to go hang off a report that has an ad hoc Excel sheet stuck on it and then saying, oh, now, that, now that's certified too. Well, no. You should have fixed the data set so right. it has the things you need so that it can be like, again, this is, I think Alex Powers was talking about this in the chat. He's like, it's, it goes back to like a trust and a certification. And it's like a lineage, it's a data lineage thing. Like right. you want to be able to look from the report. So this is where I think, again, this is, I was talking about this with a client recently. Ideally, it would be great to have like the report and say, show me the lineage. And it like takes you like right into purview and you can say, here's the report. Here's the data set. I can see all the tables. Where did those tables come from? And I can see all the way down. And again, this is this trust thing. Right. How did you get to that sales table? Where did it come from? Oh, it came from this SQL server that provided the data that went through bronze, silver, gold. And we can see that it did certain things. And I have descriptions of what happens in each of these tables, right? It's all documented. Right. It's ready to go. Someone can go take a peek and see where it came from. I think that's relevant for certified okay. stuff. And, and I would agree. And Alex brought a whole other can of worms with what about a composite model if you had one data set, but I, I would say, I mean, my, my opinion there, composite models are not ready. I mean, they're right. good. They're interesting. I don't think they're ready for prime time. The things I've heard yeah. about them, like they're just not performant enough. There's very small sets of use cases where they make sense. Ooh. And I would I'm gonna add this to our idea board. I, I'll probably, you know, I, I don't know I sure think... if I'm ready to use them yet for full-time certified yeah. stuff. So I think I, I would agree that they're you poke a bear on that one right i think <laughs> i think people who in the bi space that you start using composite models automatically assume that the back end is going to serve up data in a way that's acceptable for a report and i i don't think so like can you make it work really effective yes but there's also a bunch of work on the back end that you need to Correct. do to enhance the mm -hmm. extraction of data in a manner that is going to serve a power bi report i would agree with that right i would totally agree right. with that. it's just I, I would say it's 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 not that it doesn't work it just requires a different set of skills to go back and in you make gotta, it work in an acceptable fashion because is it yeah. going to work in memory no it's not it's got to pull the data yeah it's got to do it really fast yeah i know our first episode if your for systems, january 2022 don't accept or allow that yeah. because they're slow <laughs> guess what your reports are slow yeah so uh, one last thing about the certified because we haven't even talked about promoted yet and what should qualify that i don't think but, anyone cares about promoted mm, i, I mean, don't know if, if <laughs> anyone can if tommy can just promote something like how do we trust you, like what's the level of trust that goes along with that if you, well, if you look at the documentation from Microsoft, certified says, Tommy said this is certified. This is certified by Tommy. Put your name to something. Right. Promoted is just, it's promoted. We don't know. So we don't promoted know who, has no marginal value whatsoever. I, I don't, it, it I would should, say not but ever, less, but it's less, okay. like way less valuable to me than what I see at certified level. Well, obviously, I mean, obviously certified has that significance, it's, but like promoted has no intrinsic value or really like the marginal values nil or I, nearly well we defined a bunch of rules around what's the hurdles to get into certified right 
you could try to enforce promoted, but what's your gate to tell people to not to, that they follow the rules? All right. Did you okay. document it? Do you have columns, you know, as your measures right? Who's looking over your shoulder to make sure things were correct? Promoted doesn't you anyone can promote anything. Well, not, not necessarily. Okay. Well, besides the governance of anyone can do it, the idea, the idea of promoted. Does that have any role to you that would actually provide value to an organization? If you had some more restrictions around it or called something else, a intermediary. But what the restrictions something do? Something between nothing and certified. Should there be something in between? I, I think in my mind, promoted. Well, it could be used. It, like the thing that comes to mind would be promoted would be a method by which a business unit or user, right, could say Donald say in um, the chat right given, now. Given given my experience, I think that this this data set or object, right, should be certified. I would like it to go through the certification process. I like Otherwise, that idea. It's a precursor. Otherwise, what's the point? That's exactly what I'm saying. Because like in the same way that Matthew talks about like the the adoption, right? Like if I if I'm a lay if I'm an end user, right? Or I'm the I'm yeah. the I'm the DAX guy in I really like that idea. report builder in a different department, but I'm not like, but there's a BI team or there's, there's a known path on how I get my report, which I'm deeming as like extremely important above and beyond, you know, just a normal report because of whatever the criteria for certification is, because people are going to be making decisions. If I'm tasked to create that, the value in that report through data, through whatever, through this process, I'm saying as that end user, hey, I want I want this to go through that promotion process because we as an organization deem that necessary. Because otherwise, what's the point? You're just gonna get a bunch of people that are like, yeah, this is this is uh this is cert like certified in my mind, right? Mm -hmm. To the other point, because endorsement doesn't mean that the, the builder isn't responsible for the data or right. something coming through the report. If you're share like that's sharing. If you don't have confidence in your report. And you didn't validate it. Don't share it. And yeah, then, I, as yeah. you're as you're escalating, or the importance or value of the information, that's where I think endorsement starts to matter. Is you're going to start to put gates on it. You're going to say, "Hey, if I'm putting my name on this, but I need it, I need it to go through the process by which our our organization is saying like to to be the gold standard of data and reporting." It needs to go through this process, but this thing is teed up to do that. And you shouldn't have tons of those through the org. No. Like, it should be a slow process, but it also elicits, you know, some of the other conversation of like, do you have a team? Probably mm -hmm. that, right. that vets this, runs it through the process, or deems it not important and, and removes the flag. So, I don't know. So I, I want to jump in here because right. there's some really good stuff in the chat that's coming here, right? So in the chat, there's same stuff here. And I like, Seth, I really liked your idea of saying promoted is your path to get to certified. So I would also argue it's the intersection of a promoted data set and high usage would be your candidates for certified data sets. Yeah. So if you if you think about like, okay, someone makes a data set, they promote it, people start using it, it becomes this organic thing, we're doing self-service, whatever, right? Maybe it has controls, maybe it doesn't. But I think from the organization standpoint, this is a monitoring thing, right? Monitor what is being promoted, monitor how many people are using promoted data sets and you can use that as a flag for, mm -hmm. for the organization, a kind of an organic flag. Something's been promoted. Now I can watch the usage of that. And I always address the top five or 10 most used promoted reports or stuff, right? That's, that's where, as, an, as a BI governance team, I focus my efforts. I, I focus on what's being used right now. And maybe we go talk to those teams or those people who develop those things and say, show us what you did. Is this, is this a good candidate? to go through these extra loopholes, extra checkboxes to push it to certified. I think that's great. I, think, I, I like that idea. I think it's, I think it actually, I think it's the opposite. You find because, the data sets that are not being used and use no, those? I think, the, I think if you you were talking about executive sponsorship, yeah. you, were, you were talking about like, yep. what, what, it, what is an organization saying? I'm going to spend the extra time to, to certify something. There's a gate to get in there, right? And there's a review process, I think, that happens on, a, you know, if we if we're saying, hey, promoted is a good way to get into certified. Yep. There, ha th like, 
there has to be the criteria by which you're even accepted into the certification thing. Oh, does totally. The business, does the business want to certify this? <laughs> no. Don't demoted. It's not like yeah, it's not, not worth, worth the it. time for certification. Yeah. Like, but if you see high um, usage though, right? Does that does that change the business's need if that, it needs to be used? But, but or not? That, that's what I'm saying is like that's part of the gate to get in, right? Like, hey, um, business, my 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 usage on this report is skyrocketing. Yeah. Here here's the data in there. The business could be like, okay, that's great. I'm glad. You can you can keep maybe we keep it at promoted or you just it's good, but it's not it's not worth us spending three weeks to vet it and stick a certification label on agreed for nothing that but, use. yeah but at least well, that's a candidate did, but it's yeah. a candidate for review that's what i'm saying is like well, you see, may it may not it may go to certified it may not but it's a it's one of those reports it's, it hits it's hit enough visibility you know in bigger companies where it, yeah now we we want to see if we need to take the time to evaluate to make it a, an official thing see and, if promoted is only a candidate to review to be certified i don't know that sounds a little about a little subprime mortgage to me <laughs> like it's a mortgage know. what do you mean I don't understand no, what that I, statement. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is if you're saying something's promoted and a promoted is a candidate to be certified, to me, my automatic thought is this is not an actual, like, I can't necessarily trust this data because if we're saying the certified is that stamped approval, we know yeah. we have the approval, the promoted is not. Yeah. yeah. No, that is not what that is. Why would I use that? Yeah. Why would you use what? A prom why would I use something that I know has not been reviewed yet or approved yet? Oh, it doesn't just automatically go there. This is a candidate for for release. Well, you is you look at your what what are the gates that you need to go to get through to certified promoted yeah. with high usage is only where I look for my next report that I want to go do rigorous details around to make sure that it gets into the certified space. Like, I'm not saying automatically. Oh yeah, because you have high usage and you made a promoted data set. Yeah, we're just going to yeah. automatically take it, and make it a real one. No, it, no, it well, now starts the process of all these sure. other checkboxes that we, does it have an SLA? Does it have peer reviews? Does it have this? Is it using okay. different data sources? I mean, I would, well, I would say, I would say this, I would, I would say this, right? Like maybe, maybe the direction of it only being uh, promoted is only going to be something that, you know, is on the path to certification isn't the right approach, right? But at the same level, there should be minimum criteria then that, uh, um, it's i guess it's twofold there would be there should be minimum criteria by which something has to pass before it gets to promote it the problem with that is anybody can promote their own that's stuff. my that's my issue with it yes, right exactly so there aren't controls around like nope you're not promoted yep but it, there could be around like the organization saying like guys if anybody sticks something in promoted we're gonna review it and mm -hmm. we're gonna either reject it or not otherwise it doesn't hold any standing if, yeah. Like what? It, there is no difference in my mind unless you use like promoted as no data set ever gets you know endorsed unless it goes through this this minimal team or this you know verification process to get promoted. And if you start, uh, how do you manage that? How do you, there's no gates? There's no yeah. like especially the larger the organization. So there like mm -hmm. there's no point in putting a ton of process around something when you don't have that that flag that isn't controlled by everybody Agreed. which is why I, I would say like you know something that making a broad stroke in an organization that says don't stick things in promoted unless you want it to run through the verification process makes sense to me because then people are going to be like no i don't want to does that mean that it's not like vetted valuable data report? no it just means okay. it just means the company's not going to invest a ton of time into all of the things that you deem important to make it certified. And there are some things, and that's why I say there is a gate on this because there are some things that are going to cost money for the business to do. Yeah. And that isn't everything that isn't all data in an organization. Right. I agree. I agree. So, so think from a consumer point of view and Alex has put up interesting thing. All this is around the bucket of everything's called endorsement. Like you want to endorse your data set, not necessarily Anyways, that's coming out of the scanner page. That's what he's saying. It's endorsement is coming out of the scanner API. No, that's in the settings too. It says endorse the data set or endorsement. Oh, I got that's you. the yeah. drop down, so to speak. Yeah. For certified and promotion, they're under the same bucket. Now, not to do absolutes, but think from a consumer point of view, the way we're talking, right? If I saw three data sets, one was certified, one was promoted, one had nothing. 
why would I ever look at the non-promoted or certified data set? If I know that promoted is still going to be reviewed to know that this is in line with the company has been, you know, labeled, how do I know even that the, where's that level of, I at least know that a non-promoted or certified data set has still had some review, right? Like mm, we, I don't, think, I, don't think you, I don't think you can guarantee that. I, I would say, so I think it depends on your audience, right? If Tommy's looking for data and you're just looking around to see what's going on, yeah, go go look at a go look at a promoted data set, see if it actually helps you out. But if you're going to go into a meeting with other people and, and make decisions on things, I don't think I'm using promoted data sets. If so we had only if, use a certified data set, I would hope so. Or if nothing else, like we've already had the agreement of like, I've already built a data model that we're going to work towards getting it to be certified. No, no, I, I disagree because <laughs> the way we're making it sound is everything's the Wild West, but a certified data set. But that shouldn't be the case at all. Tommy. But, but there's Tommy, no controls around it. That's what, what is, I'm saying. What is, what is the point? So, like your argument right now is what if your organization doesn't use endorsement at all? What are what are people supposed to think? No, no. What I'm saying, I'm saying if you had a f certified data sets, the other the other. um the opposite side of this is then that those other data sets that are in the service are just someone randomly published and no, no that one's is not what that is saying. That okay. is not what that is saying. What the, what it should be saying is if this thing is certified, you know that if you go to the documentation that's linked to it, yep. that it was it has gone through this process that the business has deemed important enough to spend a bunch more time on and money yep. to ensure okay. to ensure that all of these checkboxes that we talked about in this entire program right are filled before we present you the data okay all data within a company does not need to be certified okay so does that and mean i that agree you can't trust reports in an organization that aren't certified? no it deem it, it it should mean in my mind that the organization deems certain data sets this stuff is important require certification so right. that they can they can trust the the output of right. it because there's real business impact to them so if I'm that's what I think the value of it comes behind. Yeah. If you want to modify that to whatever that process is, feel free. Right. So like if it's an yeah. easier gate, so easier gate or an easier process and it's not a huge lift, fantastic. Then well, like go for a easier certification. Let me play a little scenario here real quick. Right. Let's three data sets. This is talking about employee like sales benefits, right? Sales bonuses by the end of the year, right? Yeah. End of the year, we've got three different data sets. Right, we're gonna have those meetings with those sales team, and we're looking at one that's certified. So, someone's looked at it. So we've had the the checks and balances have been accomplished. We have another one that's promoted, one that Michael made. And for all of, all of my report, for all of my numbers, I made a new measure, and I did a little switch statement, and I added ten percent to my bonus just because I know how to write a measure, right? And then there's the uncertified one, which like who knows what's in there, but like. I think in that scenario, if you look at like that data set and say, which one of these things should we actually be reporting on? Someone has made it, you know, important enough to say bonuses are important. We will only be reporting out of that data set. The, the company has said this is important enough to make sure that we spent the time, the money, the effort to make sure that this is right and we can trust it. We can't change this. You can't manipulate right. it. That is, you know, yeah. the, the, <clears throat> the spend has happened. The documentation has been produced. We think that's certified. That's when I would say like you'd look at those situations. But to Seth's point, there's a whole bunch of data across the organization, and everyone's a little bit of an information worker at some level, whether you're moving things around in Excel or building your own reports or whatever. So how do you, like, there's other parts, you're going to have to trust other data from other people. And I think, you know, to what we've been talking here, the promoted part, I think promoted is a good flag, but I think it's very hard to enforce. I, I think that's where I'm, I'm sitting on promoted. It's hard to enforce because there is no gate to allow a group of people to go through training to know what promoted is about. I can't gate it as much. And so I think because there's not as much gating from a governance standpoint, I kind of have to treat promoted as a bit more of a wild, wild west item. So there, there are there are two points that, that I like Al, uh, that Alex is chiming in here, right? A diversion of making promoted, right? Being a, a stopgap to yep. certification is maybe those two things are completely unrelated. And maybe it is like, hey, I'm I'm a department level, or I'm a guy in a department. And I'm I'm saying, this this has met my standards for organizational wide publishing, right? Mm -hmm. And it's promoted. I I I can get that route. It, like you don't have to. It doesn't have to be sequential in the endorsement here. And maybe these are two different paths 
for endorsement. It's just one of them carries weight and one of them doesn't. And the other one that reinforces my thought around this whole certification endorsement is the other one where he, he basically says like Microsoft's might have two certified data sets. That's a huge organization, right. Again, right? But it also goes, I think, to to the point that a certified data set should be in should be really hard to get and require that a lot of work be put into mm -hmm. like getting that label. Yep. And and a direct result of that is going to be that the organization deems it valuable enough that they want to spend the time to do that. Mm -hmm. And that's where that executive or whatever sponsorship or, you know, that thought comes into play yeah. because whether or not you have a governance body, whether or not, whatever, like somebody has got to say, Hey, Tommy, yeah, I want you to go spend three weeks doing this and make sure that going forward, everything's in place and you got checks and balances. And it's all like, you're doing a lot more work than you normally do probably on the data side right. to ensure that what is being produced is always going to be trustworthy yeah or always find a problem before some right. report end user does and i absolutely agree with that because I, to me in, in an ideal world the way it would be structured would be you have the, anything that's certified is it, in a sense it the report to what people view is very static it's very like corporate level it's your corporate numbers that you report to the board of directors or that would go public not a lot of filters it's literally your high level numbers this and again, if you were to take Alex's point where there's only two at Microsoft, I imagine they're kind of similar to that too, where you have something that's just the high level dashboard of the numbers that are the, the state of the company. That way too, it allows like, if you had a marketing report that had to deal with like social media platforms, which would probably never be certified, but it can at least be promoted because we at least vetted it. It's never going to go certified with those data sets because it's not necessarily something you're reporting to your board of directors. Or you're reporting to the executive level team that bonus is based off of, or, you know, the company goals. So that way also there's still the trust. I mean, I think it's another conversation, but I'll argue that if you can't get, you need to be able to have a way to get people in line. If everyone's endorsing their own data sets for promoted, to kind of get them aligned just the way you do with workspaces and making sure people are publishing in the right places and Correct. using the right, if you can't get people to, you know, stay in line with promoted, then you're probably not having a good idea for them using the right data sets and style and naming conventions either. So I'll, I'll argue that, but I think that's another day promoted is something that you has been vetted to a degree, but it's either more department level, or we can say that with, the certainty, but it will never be something that's being reported, you know, in a, in a SEC filing, so to speak. So yeah, anyways, I'm, and I'm, that, I'm, that instills trust in the other data sets. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying that there shouldn't be like a process or you, somebody ha has to say in their mind, like, yes, you know, I've done all these things before I stick a label on there. Right. But there's no, like you can't, since you can't control it. Like, yeah. Well, I can't control people using the right style. I mean, it, to me, it's the same thing. Like, I better have some process in place where people are using the right naming conventions and right dim dimensional tables. If they're not doing that, then it doesn't matter what promoted or whatever they're doing. So, anyways, I know that's, that's a little off topic, but the same idea, because I want to make sure that any report that's published in the service is at least been vetted and that someone can trust and make a decision off of, not only the certified data set then what's the point of all the other data sets? And I, I think that's kind of the crux of my my questioning here is if you only trust the certified data set or saying that's what we vetted as a company, then why would I want to make a decision off a non-certified data set as a consumer? Why would I want to act you, on cause that? Because the data you're trying to make decisions on isn't part of certified data sets yet, right? But why would I want to make a decision off of because it? Because you if don't have you the do data. Every day. Okay, okay, yeah. That's what okay. I'm saying. Like, every day. You have systems, you have systems all over the place. Okay. Data, data records and data in 500 million yeah. places in your organization. Right. Like, yep. It's not all going to be right. in the enterprise space. Right. right. Okay. Yes. Do you, does that stop the business from working, Tom? <laughs> no. No. No, it doesn't. I, yeah. <laughs> does, it, does it mean you're not making decisions? No. Because the information worker knows their data. Right. right. So even if it's fed through them in a report and they're looking at it, they're like, hmm. 
now right. Tommy, this this isn't right. Right. <laughs> you know, yep. That happens all day long. And right. we're not saying that that like this automatically circumvents or tells people that they can't trust reporting, right? Right. It's, whoever's building the report has to go through the same things that they do all the time right. to ensure that there's confidence in the report right. that they build. It's just my degree of skepticism. Again, talking about words, I can say correctly, but anyways, no, I think, I think, I, I think it's fair. fair. I think there's any, in any organization with any amount of data, I think there's over a, a little bit of level of skepticism with everything you're given. Sure. You're just kind of born with it. Like it just, it's gotta be part of what your process is. You come in, I, you know, and this is also what I think you've seen Excel a lot. You get given a an Excel sheet, and there's a, or data that's given to you, right? If I didn't build it, I can't quite trust it, right? So there's this kind of inherent trust that has to go along with things that you have to. Um, I was working with a, a gentleman long time ago, where he worked uh, at I think it was like Miller Coors or something like that, but they had a, they had a system, they had a reporting system. Even if the numbers were wrong, you trusted them because there was a whole another team that was working on the data. And that was the story of truth. You can't get your data from anywhere else. That that was that was where we put our rigor around, and the organization trusted that data. That's what they make decisions on. And someone else's neck is on the line if that if that data was wrong. Someone else had the responsibility of fixing it when it was incorrect. Mm -hmm. So I think I think that's really what we're talking about here. Is we're saying, can I trust it? I think this is really what it boils down to. Is it trustable yeah. data that we can attribute someone's responsibility to make sure that it's right? Yeah. And, and I think, you know, Alex makes a good point, right? The it, accountability is where this comes down. Yes. Right. Like if you have a, if accountability automatically starts with the first label of promoted, because obviously we talked about it, it certainly does in the certified space. Right. But if, yeah. if you're the one that throws that label on something, does that mean something at the end of the year? Right. Or if, 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 if it's not, is it tied to your goals? Having problem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, if there's meaning around, it impacting your performance or your review or your pro then yep. yeah it starts right. to have more meaning to it and yes I, you know it's just um it's the the gate to flip that label on and off is pretty low pretty right? low man this has been an amazing conversation delightful the the youtube chat has been just on fire with yeah. just really good comments really good thoughts around this some people i mean either in the chat window some people were in organizations where they are the sole data data developer uh, and they own it all and there are other people who are have been communicating like they're part of a larger team so i think i think what certified means is going to vary per application per business this is a very bad answer but it's going to depend on where you're at and what your company thinks is important and how many certified data sets you have so great conversation i really i learned a lot i think this is really good um i took a copious amounts of notes for for the blog so whoever's writing the blog ahead of uh, i had a small time yeah i had i have about four four areas that I think we can kind of bucket the certified stuff into. Does the data set have documentation? Seems like one bucket that we talked about. Does Is there a rules or rules around certification? Things that we're going to accept or not accept. Is there monitoring in place for the data pipeline, for that data, for that report or data set? And then is there support for it? I think those are the key topics. I think if you have those four things kind of show up, you're now, like, that's a good candidate for a report that has a certified label to it so anyways thank you all very much we really appreciate you listening in uh thoroughly enjoyed this conversation for those of you who are new to the podcast at the end we always ask you if you enjoyed this if you learned something from here uh please uh, just do us a favor uh just go share it with somebody else if you got a laugh out of this with uh seth and mike top ganging up on tommy and and yelling at him for you know how bad his ideas are um go ahead <laughs> We, we really did. I felt like we were beating you up today, Tommy. I enjoyed it. <laughs> it was. A, this was, it was I, I felt like I made. I, yeah, you made some good valid cases there. So we, we had we had some you know uh, fighting back and forth, which was good. Makes it interesting. It's been a while. It's been a while. This is. A, I surprised. I was not thinking this morning when I woke up. This is controversial. We did, never did. I did not think I was going to be so you know argumentative today. But you know whatever. Maybe it's lack of sleep. Um. So uh, Kevin asks, is there a holiday schedule and, and, you know, where can we find the podcast? So we just ask you, share this podcast with one of the person that you find uh, valuable to this. Our intent for the holiday schedule is to just barrel on through. We, we're not stopping. I'm not traveling. No, no. We're going to keep on going. So uh, we're going to just stay with the cadence uh, every Tuesday and Thursday, 730 a.m. 
even through vacation. I think we'll actually have more fun. We'll be more relaxed and <laughs> yeah. we'll have to put some fun Santa hats maybe, on for the video if, or something. If any, if anything, maybe uh, maybe those those will be longer conversations because oh. we don't have work to go to. Because there's not some oh, yeah. extended well, episodes. I, I love <laughs> bonus, that. <so>. Bonus content. <laughs> awesome. Hey, Tommy, yeah, where can we find I, the podcast? We you can find the podcast anywhere they are available. Uh, Apple and Spotify. If you're watching live right now, we have 66 episodes now. Ooh. You can listen to some of them. We argue just like this. I think one of them is data flows, and it was just as heated. Some are more <laughs> fun or just as fun. Um, if you are listening right now and you want to join the conversation, you're hearing you're hearing a lot about the YouTube chat. Join us every Tuesday and Thursday, 7:30 a.m. Central Time on Follow Power BI Tips on YouTube and LinkedIn. Awesome. Well, thank you all very much. Fun conversation. Have a great week and have a great holiday this year. We'll do more of those, I guess. There's a lot more time to we'll have, have, people have, have, have happy holiday stuff. <laughs> see you guys later. Oh, I need to get off this call. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.